young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Adinogo delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style the young people are able to relate to and enjoy. Bishop Adinogo is the head pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oibi Cathedral. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God. again that song that never grows old played again that melody that lifts my soul and it takes me away to a place of praise up where I belong and that song goes on and on and on amen played again can you hear that old conductor now striking out the bell Playing melodies and harmonies that sound so grand I cannot contain the sweet refrain There's music in my ear And where it starts is in my heart Listening to it ringing I just gotta sing it Play it again That song that never grows old Play it again That melody that lifts my soul and it takes me away to a place of praise Up where I belong And that song goes on and on and on Name and play it again Do you know that joy that rises up When you praise the Lord <laughs> Does your heart skip a beat When you move your feet To the joyful noise I cannot keep still No peace until I sing the glory down one thing is very much so clear The melody is easy Come along and join me Play it again That song that never grows old Play it again That melody that lifts my soul And it takes me away to a place of praise Up where I belong And that song goes on and on and on Name and play it again can you hear the sound in brass? The drums and the cymbals make my spirit dance. The keys turning on the improvised thing. We step aside, making room for me. Add my voice to the symphony. One more time, can I sing it, please? Play it again That song that never grows up I want to hear it again That melody that lifts my soul And it takes me away to a place of praise Up where I belong And that song goes on and on and on That song goes on and on and on that song goes on and on and on, name and play it again. Put your hands together for grace. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the highlights of the service. The word of God is always a very sweet thing for us to hear. And I was telling the first service that that word of God is even sweeter when it comes with a special spice, you know, spicy word of God. So ladies and gentlemen, today it's my privilege to introduce the carrier of the word of God for our life this afternoon. Now, when a good thing is coming, excitement is a good thing to show. And standing up is a sign of excitement. Clapping your hands is a sign of excitement. Shouting is a sign of excitement. And because we are young people, jumping is a sign of excitement. Jamie, let's welcome to this pulpit, the Bishop, Edwin, Morgan, Ogo. Come on, Fleming Fair. Make some noise. Hallelujah. 
clap your hands for Jesus. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, we pray that you speak to us today and bless us in this short time of enjoying and receiving your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may please be seated. If you can pull your Bible, I want to read some scriptures and just tell you something and then we will be out of here. Amen. But I want to thank all the zonal leaders and the pastors. Um, I am over 50 years. And uh, I've been, you can imagine, I got born again about 35 years ago. And um, I've been to many churches. I've attended many services. But I think that Flaming Fire has got some of the most beautiful and colorful church members I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 it's, a, it's a church with a, lo- a lot of color and a lot of beauty. And uh, Bishop Kobe and I, in a few months' time, will start a project to make sure every sister is married. Really, you're talking about it on Friday, and we have not discussed this. Or you, you called me to tell me. You know. So it's a project. We, it, it is just as we have a project to buy a car or build a church and so on. So if you are a sister here, and you are if you are 22 and above, you are getting a beloved. If you are 26 and above, you are getting a husband. You are you, you are going to marry. Within one year. Yes, because we will not allow such beauty to go waste at all. So if you don't like marriage, don't stay in this church. Because we are going to disturb you. Pa. So clap your hands for the beautiful, colorful sisters and brothers in the amazing flaming fire service. Your hand clap is very, 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 very wrong. Beautiful. Yes, I, I believe that a new phase of the church has started and uh, allow me to read some verses. Uh, really, the, the reading of the verses is about 80% of the message. Then I'll just say something. So, Galatians 3, verse 28 is the first verse. There is neither Jew nor Greek. And I want to wish all the fathers... Brothers, happy Father's Day. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. Are we here? There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ. Hallelujah. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female in the church. In Christ, there's nothing like that. Male or female. Amen. Malachi chapter 1. I'm reading some verses. So I'm preaching. This is a preaching. Malachi chapter 1. Verse 6. Just one, one, one verse, I think. A son honoreth his father. Kobe, um, can you give me 30 minutes? Not this time. Give me 30 minutes. Change the time to 30 minutes. A son honoreth his father and a servant his master. Are we there? Malachi 1, verse 6. A son honoreth his father and a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is mine honor? So that says Malachi chapter 1, verse 6a. I will let you take the B home as your assignment. So I'll take the A again. A son honoreth his father, a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is my honor? Where is it? The next scripture is 1 Corinthians 4, verse 15. There's a third reading. 
So this is about 60% of the message. For though ye have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have ye not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. Though you have 10,000 instructors, yet have ye not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. Here ends the reading of our um, third scripture. Fourth scripture, Matthew 9, 36. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them. Because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Amen. So, it's a privilege for me today on Father's Day to add the 30% top up to the messages we've read today in the Bible. There's no better message than the pure scriptures. So, I want you to listen very, very carefully because it concerns your life. I'm preaching on the subject spiritual fathers. That's the title. Spiritual fathers. And everyone here should understand that when I say spiritual fathers, the sisters can start sleeping because it doesn't concern them. That is why I read Galatians 3 to the 6. I'm ending. The main message is the verses I read. So if, if the verses didn't bless you, I don't know what is going to bless you. Yes. So in Christ, in the church, here, it is in the classroom, in the lecture room, in the office, in town. That is where we have boy and girl. Uh-huh. But in Christ, we don't have such things here. It's not like, like, like they say, oh, that's a boy. This is for girls. That, that's why even in this church, we don't have women's meetings. There's nothing like that. Women have met and have well, men's meetings because we are all one. I mean, the verse that will bless a woman should bless a man. Yeah. The verse that will bless a man should bless a woman. So here in the church, there's nothing like that. That, that boy, girl. But that doesn't mean that if you are a boy, you must bat with a girl. <laughs> or if you are a girl, you are now in the night, you can sleep with a boy and just remove everything and you are old. Bishop said, Don't be stupid. <laughs> we are one. Nonsense. <laughs> So, 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 seriously, here, I mean, I'm just from Singapore. And the church that we were in, beautiful, huge church. The, the, the one playing the drums, rolling the drums, was a girl. Huge church. Singaporean girl. I was a woman, you can't tell that they are old or young. She was rolling. The, I mean, I, think I took a short video. I was far. So, but I managed to get a video of her. Beautiful. There were two keyboards. The keyboardists were ladies. Easy ladies. Easy ladies. There was a guy on the bass guitar. The one on rhythm was a lady. Yeah. The pastor... It's a male, the assistant pastor who did most of the moderation was a lady. She spoke beautifully. So here, we are not into things that only boys can do. Or things that only girls can do. There's nothing like male nor female. Amen. So having said that, I want to advise you today that you can take my advice. You can also throw it somewhere. 
by the way, it's, it's been a couple, it's been many weeks since I came to church here. And I'm surprised to see how the service has grown. God bless Bishop Kobe for his leadership. The service has really, really changed. Yeah. We are going to fill this hall very soon. Yes. It's going to be beautiful. Now, listen to this as I end. When you come to Christ, you come with a lot of handicaps. A lot of shortfalls. Some of us here in your house, when there's a meeting, they don't call you. I mean, you are actually seen as a burden. Listen very carefully. Some of you here have played with your education. So as you sit here, you couldn't finish Wasi. Some of you even owe maths. You have to write. I know somebody who wrote maths. Is it called maths or something maths? Is it called maths? She wrote it four times. No, three times. It's the fourth one she passed. Then I know somebody also who wrote, um, who, who has written maths four times and hasn't passed. So we are going into Fifth World War. Yeah. Listen, very, listen, I'm ending. Many of you here don't have anything about you that makes people even respect you. The few of us who don't even understand what I'm saying because you are too young to understand will grow up to discover that there's nothing about you. Some of you girls sitting here, if things go the way they are going, by 32 years, you will have two children. Whose fathers we can't find. If things go the way they are going. Some of you are going to have drugs as your mainstay. Even though you are sitting in church here. I said, if we, things go the way, I'm not, now you are not like that. But that's why even in math you can extrapolate. Some of you are coming from a family with drunkards. I mean, there is no proper person in your family. Please sit down, David. Please sit down. There is no proper person. Look, look at me. Look at me. There is no proper person in your family. But because you are young, the, the impact of the type of family you belong to is not showing too well. But as you grow, you will, you will get to realize the uselessness of your life. Ladies and gentlemen, that is why God brought us to church. Even the few of us who are educated, your chances of getting a proper job are very low as a Ghanaian. I met a doctor, medical doctor who has finished a housemanship at 37. She she, 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 she was begging another doctor for money. That's how I even got to know. So the doctor, she, the doctor is, is, is in this church. He introduced her to me as a doctor. Yeah, she, she, she came to beg him for money. And the doctor said he didn't have money. So she should come to, her, to his office for the money. I was standing with the doctor. And she said she can't go to the office. Because if she goes, there will be no one to take care of the yogurt. Yogurt. This is last year. 
Then the doctor introduced her to me. Oh, this is doctor. I mean, I almost fell now. Doctor something begging another doctor for money because she can't get a job. Now, if somebody who has been to medical school cannot get a job, you yourself do the arithmetic and look at your life. That you have not even passed science. You can't pass English. But ladies and gentlemen, that is why God brings us into the church. The reason for being in church is not only to go to heaven. God did not bring you into church to take you to heaven. If it was just heaven, then when you get born again, you should just die. You say the sinner's prayer, you fall down, we put you in a coffin, and you are ready for heaven. But ladies and gentlemen, there is a reason why you are here on earth. God is interested in your life on earth here. Jesus said, when you pray, say, say this. What should you say? Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. The next verse, the next line concerns you. Jesus said it. Not Peter, not Paul, not James. He said, when you pray, say this, that thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So Jesus is interested in your life on earth. He is concerned that you have not finished school. He is concerned that you owe maths. He is concerned that you can't speak good English. He is concerned that you are on pornography. He is concerned that you are a sex addict. He is concerned that you are into married men. He is concerned that you easily fall in love with weed smokers. Thy will be done on earth. This is what brings me to the point I'm making to you today. Now look at me very carefully. Listen very carefully. Malachi chapter 1. He said, a son honors his father. That's normal. A son honors his father. And then a servant. Uh, These are legitimate relationships. It's normal that a son or a daughter should honor a person he calls father. Then also a servant honors a master. So the next question was, if I am a father to you, then where is my honor? Now this question, where is my honor, is a sentence you have never thought about. And that is why I'm teasing this. I'm talking about spiritual fathers. That even as a girl, you can be a father. I said, as a girl, you can be a father. As a boy, you can be a father. Now, why should you be a father? You should be a father because your earthly life here on earth is not complete without being a father. Why? Because... If you are a father and you have got sons or daughters, one of the things that will come to you is that your sons will honor you. Your daughters will honor you. Now, your life without that honor makes you a useless person. It is very important that you are honored. Honor completes your life. There are many things you will never have yourself. It is your sons and your daughters who will honor you. I'll take it again. Many of us here, the life you have, Cannot deliver a certain type of honor. It is your sons who must give it to you. So if you are a Christian and you are a barren Christian without children, it means you have 
cut yourself off from honor. It is a son or a daughter who will one day say, God bless you, daddy. Who will one day say, you did this for me. Who will one day say, I honor you for doing this. Who will one day say, I'm giving you this. I'm, I'm, I'm blessing you with this. You see, honor, when you say, we say, where is my honor? Honor is not only words. Yeah, you can honor with words. But honor is also in, in substance. Substance. You can be honored. A lot of things you cannot buy for yourself. Somebody can honor you with it. And without it, your life is not complete. So if you are in the church and you are just singing in the choir. And you are not concerned about becoming a father also. Because singing is different from being a father. Playing keyboard is different from being a father. Doing video, doing audio is different from being a father. Listen to me carefully. A day will come, your life will need something from a son. A day will come, your life will not be complete until a son has honored you. There are many things you can't do for yourself. I'm a doctor. There's no salary ever in any doctor's life which can let him afford the type of car I'm driving. Yes. It is a son who bought that car for me. Yes. Yes. About half a million. It's a son. Without that, I'll be driving a car that in the night I must park it on a hill so that in the morning I descend with gravity to start it. I've driven some before. And some of you, that is, you see, you you may think I've just passed a funny comment. But some of you sitting here, that is actually how your life will be. You are going to park your car on a hill. Yes. Some of you are going to be holed up, holed up in a chamber and hall for the rest of your life. You will marry and be in in a room and a hall there and give birth to five children because your life cannot afford a three bedroom flat and you can't afford it because the the son who must honor you with a three bedroom flat is a son you never gave birth to why should you build a house on the land you bought it's all cheap. All those things are all low, low, low. If you have your phone, you bought it. Your shoe, you bought it. You are living a low life. You are not different from a bed. A bed also lives in a house they made. A bed, a bed. Do you know bed? A bed lives in a house that it made. They make nests. So if you also live in a house you built, then you are not different from a bed. But one of the blessings is that God can touch a son's life to build a house for you one day. I had a lady in my, in my meeting, like a, a meeting, shepherds, and she brought a baby, and the baby was disturbing. I sat there, I said, Out, out. And when she was, I told her, You are a wicked woman. That's why your baby is crying in the church. You are, you are wicked. You have never lived your life for other people. You have never invested, because see, when you are, if you are fathering somebody, that's what it comes to 1 Corinthians 4.15. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. You use the word of God. You have to share it. You have to teach it. You have to visit. You have to love. You have to care. But you are so selfish like an animal that you cannot live your life for anybody apart from your wife, your husband, and your three children. Is there? To have a son... You must love. You must forgive. You must forgive. You must be long-suffering. You must, you must spend your life. Paul said, I'm, I'm spent. I'm sp- I, I, I am spent. 
And many of you don't want to do that. To have a son, to have a son, like, like my wife, she married her son. Yes. Yes. It's only in the spiritual realm that you can actually have sex with a son through marriage. Yeah. I am my wife's son. Yes. Do you know what I'm telling you? I am my wife's son. So can you imagine if my wife had not given birth to me 35 years ago, she would not have had a husband. And as I... You can, you can imagine the honor she has being my wife. I have honored her by marrying her. So if she had not given birth to a son, nobody would have honored her. That is why it is very important not just to sing in the church, not just to do sound in the church, not just to play instruments in the church, not just to hang around, but also be a father. Be a father. Love. Spend your life. Visit people. Care for them. Otherwise, a day will come. You will need honor. You will need honor that you don't have. You will never have. Listen. I've built a house. I've built a house. I can't lie to you. I can't stand here and lie. Sorry. Sorry. That that was a lie. I said I've built a house. Forgive me. Godfather, I'm sorry. I've built houses. Now, now, listen. listen, I'll tell you that I didn't build those houses for my salary as a pastor. That's my wife's system here. She can tell. Sons sow seeds into my life. I used to buy tiles. I used to buy this. I used for this. So when you live as a Christian and you don't also have a plan, what's your name? Jojo, you must have a plan. Listen carefully. Don't, Don't behave as if you don't understand the message I'm preaching. That I'm preaching for adults. Listen carefully. As you are here, have a mind that you too will have sons because there is a certain honor you will never have. Honor in the form of money, in the form of help, in the form of encouragement, in the, I mean, any form. You won't have it. If you don't have sons, there are pastors who don't pastor well. Yes. It's not about being a pastor. There's a way you pastor. Why do you think I'm, I'm hiding in the forest at OEB and people have left their churches to come and give me cards? It's not just about being called Pastor Soa or Pastor Edith. That's a way. To, to be a father is a very difficult job. A lady said it today. I've never heard that phrase. She said, she said, she said this way. She said, it is very easy to have children. It's very easy for a father to have children. But it is not easy for children to have a father. I've never heard it before. Don't sit in the church. Let me, see, let me tell you that. As you've come here, God has given you the Bible. Use it well. Don't use the Bible only on yourself. Use the Bible. Say, I have begotten you through the gospel. Use the Bible to raise sons. Don't be alone with your husband. Don't be alone with your wife. Share the testimony. Some time ago, your car broke down at a race junction. Yes. Use it. Speak. Those times I was the zonal leader for race junction. And I had gone for visitation and I was on my way back home. I went to visit somebody. The person was not well. So we took the person to the hospital. I was returning very late, around 10, 11 p.m. Then my car broke down. So as I was coming, I said, ah, what will I do with this car? It won't start. You can't push. Then from nowhere, I heard somebody saying, LP, LP. Then I turned. It was one of my members in the area who was a fitter. Then he said, 
Oh, from nowhere he brought some boys. They pushed the car from Medina Post Office to Reese Junction. I mean, the car is an automatic car, so it's not easy to push. But they managed to push it to that place, and then he took me home. Then he said, "Oh, who they call? You are the car, Nebeba. If it had not been for my member, I don't know what I would have done that night." You don't understand life. You don't understand. You are too young to understand life. That's what I'm this message here. Eh, you you must target as one of your classics. Target. You don't understand life. What do you know about life? But the same way a teacher can teach you maths to understand. Take it that there's a classroom. I'm teaching. Understand it. Have children. That night, if she didn't have children, armed robbers would have appeared. Armed robbers would have appeared. Your life is incomplete without the honor of children. As we are here, spend your Bible not only on selfishly enriching your word base. Use the word of God to, 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 to raise sons. So that one day, one day, when your car breaks down, you see, this message is not about going to heaven. Because Jesus himself said, pray about your life here on earth. I said, as you are here on earth, you will need the input of sons and daughters. Even as a pastor in the ministry, thank God I'm not working with employees. I'm not working with shepherds. No, 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 no. I've not, since I've been a pastor, I've not had much from shepherds. Since I know, I can remember I've been a pastor. I've not had much from shepherds. The people who have buoyed my ministry and given me great help are our sons and daughters. A son is different from a shepherd. A son is different from a shepherd. If you are doing ministry with shepherds, I pity you. You think our father Bishop Dagwood Mills has built 3,000 churches with shepherds from Shepherd's Camp. You don't, you don't understand. <laughs> shepherd's Camp, <laughs> they, might, they, 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 they might have given themselves at the camp, but the camp is not what triggered it. There is a certain fathering anointing. There is a fathering anointing. You to go and have camps and see. There is a fathering anointing, loving Caring, using the word of God to guide. Don't do this to visit. When you go, he's there, but you send and say he's not there. You go again and you are praying and you are loving. Eventually, the person becomes a human being and now begins to minister to you because if you are truly a father, you must have honor. Let's have honor. Let's have honor. All my life. The shirt I'm wearing is a daughter who has put me the shirt. I, I, I don't sew shirts. The shoe is just. I mean, I, I, so if, if you can imagine if I was just a pastor moving on. First of all, I wouldn't even have the type of church I'm pastoring. Because it's a sons and daughters who have built the church with me. I'm not working with shepherds. I'm not working with shepherds. That's so when I look at people and say, ah, you are a shepherd, I don't know you well. I, I don't expect much from you. When I was at Adenta, the, 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 the son who, who brought people on buses, if, if his buses hadn't arrived, the church was not complete. That is the one who bought me the car I'm driving. No wonder. You will be helped by sons. David said they will meet the enemy at the gates. Solomon, sorry. At the gates. A lot of problems in your life should not be solved by you. You need sons. That's what today I'm saying that today the title is spiritual fathers. You are a girl with breasts, but be a father. Use the gospel. Use the word of God. Use your quiet time. Use a book you have read and go out. Win a soul. Some of the souls, when you win, they won't come. You invite them, they won't come. They won't come. They won't come. But one day, one will come. 
How do you think I have Nana Brago? How do you think I have Pastor Vaughn? How do you think I have all the people around me that need confusion? How do you think I have them? Difficult people. Some of them are witches. But I have to take my time and pastor them as witches. Eventually they change. I pray for you that a day will come here. When that day comes, that your life needs honor. There will be a son with that honor. There will be a daughter with that honor. I pray that you will never stand at a place looking around you and there's no one to honor. I said honor is not letters or words alone. Honor is also physical. It's with substance. Substance. As in somebody holding your baby so you can go to work at Echo Bank and come. That's a substance. Holding your baby. Coming to your house to clean your house. So as she's in the house cleaning your house, you are in the bedroom with your husband having sex. S-E-X. In case you can't spell it. Yeah. And without that girl's help, without that boy's help, you will be the one cleaning the house, washing the dishes. By the time you finish, you are tired with a headache. And what I've just described can begin the destruction of a marriage. But once again, you are a child. You don't understand it. May God give you wisdom. <laughs> Some of you, you, you understand this message in 10 years' time. Yeah. Anytime, let me give you this key. Anytime you are standing somewhere in need of something you can't get, remember that your wickedness is speaking to you. I'll take it again. Anytime you need something, someone to iron your shirt, someone to go somewhere and do something for you, someone to do something, and you are alone, you can't get help. You don't have anyone to speak for you or someone to, to relieve you of your current burdens so that you can attend to other higher responsibilities. Remember that anytime you are at a place where help doesn't seem to be coming, it is a sign that your wickedness is ministering to you. Your selfishness is ministering to you. Yes, because if you really have sons, even in the dark, they will appear from nowhere and say, Lady Pastor, what is happening to your car? I don't know what I want now I can get. If I want people to carry me to my house, I will get people to carry me on their head to the house. If I say tomorrow morning I need 10 pairs of shoes, I'll get them. I don't know what I'm looking for, I can't find. Why? Why? I'm the prince of Wales. Wales or Wales. <laughs> what am I? Am I the, uh, the, the, the richest man in Ghana? What, what am I? I'm just a father. With sons and daughters who are queuing for an opportunity to honor. And it is that honor I need. I need it to even build a house. I need it to buy shoes. I need it to drive a car. But if you are here and you have not come to that place of a certain type of need. You see, and some of you, there is a need you have that you don't even know you, 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 you need. You have a need you are not even aware of. Like a pastor who is pastoring a shambolic church. He's not even aware that the people he has are not helping him. Till you experience the input of a son. Can ministry be this nice? I mean today, in the first service, we already have the huge choir. A king's choir. I just sent a message. I want a second choir started today. We, a, a new choir came to sound on the stage singing. The new choir. I just say, I need it. I need the choir. It's organized. We have dancing stars. You see them on Facebook. They're full from here to here. Yes. I said, I need dancing stars. New. They, they, they fill the stage so much that Bishop Kobe had to prove to the church that it's not the old dancing stars who have come as the new stars. So as soon as they got down, he called the original dancing stars and they came to fill the stage. Sons are ministering. Sons are helping a father. Who is helping you? 
pray that today, the Bible in your hand there, don't use it just to, you know, enrich your scripture knowledge. First Corinthians 4.15, use it to give birth. Minister it. Minister it. Just like a woman can get pregnant and miscarry and miscarry and miscarry. But one day, the pregnancy stays and you give birth. You too, you give birth. They won't come. They won't come. They will run away. They won't be there. But one day... That no matter where you are, there will be honored. A son will rise up to honor you. Without it, your money will not be enough. Your degrees will not be enough. Your beauty will not be enough. Your handsomeness will not be enough. Your contacts will not be enough. Your contracts will not be enough. There are some things only sons and daughters can do. May you be a spiritual father. Rise to your feet. God brought you here to help your marriage at home one day. But because of your carnality, you can't even see the link between church work and your marriage. Yeah. You can't see. You can't see the link between church work and taflache, as good to say, how to even have sex in your bedroom with your wife. You can't link it. Yes. Yes. You can't link it. You can't link ministry, shepherding work, going to chase souls, breaking, establishing them, serving by center, starting a center. You think you are building for the church? Ha! You wait. A day will come, you will understand that you are not doing it for your church. The Bible says, he that laboreth, laboreth for himself. God doesn't need anything from you. He said, if I was hungry, I won't ask you. You don't qualify to meet God. If God wants members, Members in this church, you're not the one to give it. If God wants to fill this church, you are not the one to fill the church. He can frighten a thousand people tonight. Next week, they'll be in church. If you find yourself bringing a bus to church next week, it means there is something in it for you. For you. For you. If I'm a father, where's my honor? Where is it? Because a father must be honored. And you are not a father. So there's no honor coming to you. Close your eyes and lift your hands and pray. You, you, you just be in the church and listening. You remember me in the darkness one day of your life. The darkness. You remember me. 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 Every eye closed and every head bowed as we close the service today. Thank you, Jesus. Maybe your friend invited you to church or you came your own. I mean, saw us on Facebook, contacted somebody, you came to church. You are welcome. But as every eye is closed, every eye closed, every eye closed, every head bowed. I want to say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to be born again. I want to be established as a child of God. Pastor, pray for me. I need Jesus. I don't know who you are, but if you are here and you need Jesus Christ into your life, as every head is bowed, just lift your hand. I want to pray for you. Yes, lift your hand. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. Lift your hand high. Yes. Pastor, I need Jesus. Lift it high. I can't see your hand well. High. Lift it high. Pastor, I want to be born again. Pastor, I need Jesus. I'm not a weed smoker. I'm not a thief. But I just need Jesus. I'm living without Jesus. I just need Jesus. 
Lift your hand. I'm going to pray for you right now, wherever you are. Lift your hand well. Yes. Lift your hand well. If your hand is up, if your hand is up, wherever you are, I beg you, make your way here to the front. Come to me here. Come, come, come. Yes, come. 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 Clap your hands for them. Come. God bless you. You can stand here and face me. God bless you. Yes. Come. Come. Clap your hands for them as they come. Clap your hands for them. Close your eyes, please. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Lift your two hands, everyone. And say this prayer from your heart after me. Say it after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Today. Today. I surrender my life to you. I surrender my life to you. Oh God. Oh God. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. I am dirty. I am dirty. I've gone very far from you. I have gone very far from you. I've done many bad things. I've done many bad things. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. And receive me as your child. And receive me as I declare today. I declare today. That I am born again. That I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm now a child of God. I'm now a child of God. Going to serve Jesus. Going to serve Jesus. Going to serve the Lord. Going to serve Oh God. Oh God. Please wash me please wash me i've repented i've repented i'm starting again i'm starting again all over again all over again i thank you i thank you for this great blessing for this great blessing in jesus name in jesus name amen amen god bless you you see our pastor here uh, mommy yes please go to our pastor he's going to talk to you please go he's going to talk to you the team and then you come back clap your hands for them Please close your eyes and let's pray. We are going to take our communion. What you eat affects your life. What you eat affects your life. And as every eye is closed, let's pray. Father, we ask for your blessing upon the communion we are going to have today. Let it mark a difference in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Brothers, sisters, we are one, and our lives have just begun. In the spirit, we are young, and we'll live forever. Sons of God, here is only word. Gather round the table. faith that what you are about to eat will do something spiritual. Amen. Jesus the one who said we should be born again he said eat it. Do it in remembrance of me. There must be something in this bread. There must be. He said do it in remembrance of me. your bread up for completion amen for blessing yes for increase yes for wholeness amen as you eat this bread in obedience Mm. may you experience a change amen in your body amen for healing healing for deliverance deliverance in Jesus name the body of Christ the body of Christ
This is life. Life. I say this is life. Life. A new life enters you. Amen. Have faith that any area of your life that is experiencing deadness mm. will come to life. Amen. The life is in the blood. The life. And Jesus said, This is my blood. Receive life. I receive it. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. Let's drink it. And let's pray. I see the power of God touching somebody's lower abdomen. Mm. Lift your hands. Something. I don't know whether it's a fibroid. There's a young girl here. You are already at this age. Suffering from fibroids. But. I know there is fire that can melt masses. Fire. Every mass has a melting point. And there's a fire called Pentecost fire. That does not only make you speak in tongues, but it burns away that which must be burned. Lift your hands and receive healing into your body now. My God, anything planted in your body by the genetic code of your father, by the DNA of your uncle, anything implanted in your body, which is supposed to give you a cancer in 30 years time. Now in the name of Jesus, I try it. Receive healing. I receive it. Any abnormality in your body now, I declare that it is becoming healed. It's been healed now. Amen. If it cannot be repaired, it's going to be replaced. If it can't be repaired, then it will be replaced. Amen. I said, if mechanics know either to repair or to replace then the one who made the body remember the bread you ate is called the body 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 whatever is hiding in your body as a sickness whatever is hiding in your body as a disease as your hands are lifted right now you are receiving healing now amen Yes, it's entering your body now. In your eye, in your kidney, in your hand, in your joints, in your toe. Somebody's back is being healed right now. Somebody's lower abdomen is being healed. Something permanent is happening to you right now. Receive your healing. I receive it. Thank you. Yes. Father, we thank you. Give you glory. As you walk out of here, salute. You are living here with a new body, a fresh yes. body. Yes. A fresh body. A yes. fresh body. Yes. A fresh body. Yes. A fresh body. Fresh. Oh, lift your hands. Lift your hands. Shada kappa. Lift your hands. Kula and as your hands are lifted, listen to this. Somebody can eat something and suddenly develop an appetite for that food. We all eat something once. And then our appetites give us the craving. Mm. Anybody here who has eaten an abominable thing, Jesus, Ashataba, any young man here who has eaten pornography, and that pornography has given you an appetite that is about to destroy you. Any boy, any girl who has eaten something, sex, you have had sex, you are, you, you are, you are, you are hooked onto alcohol, you are hooked to men and married men, you are hooked to certain evils. By this communion, I replace that appetite with the appetite for spiritual things. Amen. Receive it now. I receive it. I break that hold. Amen. I break it now. Amen. I break it now. Amen. I break it now. Amen. When you enter your room, you'll soon discover that the appetite is no more there. No you more. rather want to pray. Yes. You rather want to read your Bible. Yes. You rather want to read your book. Yes. Receive deliverance now. Receive, receive deliverance now. Receive it. Whatever is being used to manipulate your life, you are breaking free. Amen. Yes, you are breaking free. Amen. You are being set free. Yes. You are receiving from this meal an appetite. From this meal, desires that are unholy are broken. Yes. Father, we thank you. We thank you for deliverance. Deliverance. Outright deliverance. Yes. We bless your name. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray.